have a responsibility and a duty to be fathers. Not to just make babies, but to be real fathers. And you can't expect any good to come to you if you don't visit any good on your son or your daughter. So, be a man. Welcome to episode seven of Be Loud, Be You Radio. I am your host, Kristen. First, I want to start off by saying happy Father's Day to all the amazing dads out there being instrumental in their kids' lives and really supporting their families and doing the right thing. Um, and to me, the right thing is no matter your situation, being present for your kids, putting any of your differences aside, and really taking on the duty and the role as a father like you are supposed to. I want to start off this episode by saying I know there are certain situations and certain circumstances that prevent fathers from being involved in their children's lives. And for the sake of this episode, I want to just point out that I'm talking about fathers who are able, willing participants, whether you are a father living in the household of your children or a father living outside the household of your children. I'm talking to those fathers who really can be and should be an impactful force in their kids' lives. Um, So I just wanted to throw that out there because I know for whatever reason, there are situations where fathers can't be present in their children's lives. So I'm going to speak a little bit about my personal home life uh, dynamic and a little bit how I grew up. So my parents separated when I was three years old. My mom moved from Ohio to Maryland when I was three. So for the vast majority of my life, my father wasn't present. So I'm a product of a single parent home. With that being said, growing up, my mother never talked ill about my father. Um, I don't have any love lost for my father. I feel like my mom made the best decision for us. That unfortunately did not include me growing up with my dad for majority of my life. I'm not bitter about that. I don't have any ill feelings towards my father because of that. I love my father very much, very, very much. I mean, without him, there is no me. So my perspective is and has always been that no matter what, my father remains in my heart, even if he's not so much in my physical presence. Which kind of brings me to the first caveat I'll talk about in my reflection of Father's Day. As a mother, it's critical to me the fathers of my children be extremely present in their lives. It's actually a standard I hold them to. So first, let me just say, I have two children by two different men. I've talked a little bit about this on the blog before. I've linked my co-parenting post and my Mother's Day reflection post in the show notes so you guys could check those out, which kind of digs deeper into my reflections and, and viewpoints on family. I view my situation as this is one unit. Yes, there are multiple parts to this unit, but this is one unit. The expectation is treat my children no differently in terms of interaction, in terms of level of care, in terms of respect. There are some things that I do require because I do believe that we are one unit. Um, my kids are growing up together and really there doesn't need to be any separation. Yes, they have different fathers, but we are one family and I'm very, very big on that. I want to speak a little bit to mothers who are single parents. And I know that sometimes it's hard to separate yourself from kind of the trauma or just the experience of yourself and the father of your child's relationship. Um, but I think that it's very, very important as single mothers not to place the burden of your personal relationship with your child's father on your child. I think it's extremely important to let your child's father be present in their lives and expect them to be present in their lives and to put aside anything that you may feel about them and let your children grow up with both parents. It's enough that they have to deal with. If the father is willing and able, I believe they should be involved. And that's taking a mature step, um, I think, for the sake of your family. And for dual parent homes, including single mothers, I want to say, how the father of your children treat you is is very, very, very important. I think we as women have to have enough guts and kind of 
be ballsy and say, whether the, the father resides in or outside the home, you are going to be just as involved and active in my child's life as I am. Because I think as mothers, like, I'm not going to get into mothers too much, but I think we naturally take on more, right? But we have to think about our children and what our children are seeing. And it could be inadvertently, you're doing everything, the father's not really present, it still affects the child. I think we as mothers need to set the framework and the foundation for family to come together, everybody be present, and everybody be active participants in each other's lives. I think having a unit, no matter the makeup, having a real unit for your kids to lean on and fall back on and and get what they need from, whether it be the mother or the father, I think it's critical, critical to this to this generation in these times. But continuing on with the perspective of mothers directed towards fathers, um, mothers really realize the importance of fathers. Like I said, don't place your burdens on your children. Understand that whatever God has in store for you, if it was not with the father of your children, it's going to be with someone else. So just move on and and move on healthily and move on happily and move on with your kids having two loving parents that really care and support them. Encourage that. Encourage that relationship with the fathers of your children. Moving on a little bit to dads. Dads, I think sometimes get a bad rap. (laughs) And I'm not making excuses for dads because I think some fathers need to be shaped a little bit more than others. And some fathers kind of are very, very involved. I mean, that's just people. There's different people, which means there are going to be different types of fathers. But really the same rules apply. As a father, don't release your burdens on your children either. Let your kids really come to you and find a safe place. I think it's critically important that children see men respecting their family units, um, respecting them as children, respecting the mothers involved in the situations, really being that glue that holds the family together. I mean, a father is so important. Even growing up without one, I know the importance of having a father. I think because I didn't grow up with my dad, it even heightened my desire for my children to have very active and present fathers. And I think that's what really shaped my tenacity to say, hey, you are going to respect me. We are going to be a unit, no matter the makeup of our parts. We are going to be a unit and we are going to be a strong unit for our children. I think actually not having a father made me hone into that as an adult. And when I became a mother, I was like, there's no gray area. You are going to be a present father. You are going to be an involved father just as much as I have to be an involved mother because a lot of the times, realistically, there are a lot of fatherless homes. So women have always really taken care of the kids and have always really done these things. But in this day and age where women are doing so much more, it's so much more important for fathers to be active. I mean, we're no longer sitting in the house just being responsible for washing the dishes and taking care of the kids. I mean, we're out here making power moves, running businesses. We're doing all these things in addition to running our families and and maintaining our families. So fathers have to step up to the plate. You know, Fathers have to accept that we're out here changing the world, essentially, because I believe women really are, and that we can do that. And we need support from them to do that. You know, we need support in a different way that maybe you grew up seeing because times are changing. And I think it's a very dynamic and exciting time for fathers to really to really step in and be more active and be more involved and and really promote what the future is going to look like for their children because they're going to have to operate in these homes where the mother is strong, the father is strong, and they're all out here pursuing their goals and dreams all while making their family unit work, all while keeping their family unit healthy. I think if you show them that now, of course they're more likely to take on those behaviors in the future. Which brings me to another interesting point. Um, I've been involved in many discussions 
where people, of course, have their own opinions and analyze what people end up like coming from a fatherless home or a motherless home or whatever have you. And what I believe is that God does not make mistakes on anybody. Whether you come from a single parent home or a dual parent home, all of those things shaped you into the person that you are by no mistake. You're not supposed to be living a different life. You were not supposed to grow up with two parents if you didn't. You were supposed to grow up with one parent if you did. So that is is really what shaped the person that you are. And to insinuate that changing that would somehow make you better or worse is really insulting to the person that you are because you all should feel confident and strong in who you are and believe that anything that you want, anything that you see for yourself is feasible. So I don't believe any of that mumbo jumbo about, oh, if you didn't grow up with a dad and you're a woman, you don't know how to treat a man. Or if you're a man and you didn't grow up with a dad, you know, you don't know how to treat a woman and all that stuff. Now, do I think you may need to do a little bit more work? Is there more trial and error involved in your in your journey? Probably, you know, probably. But all to get you to where you need to be in order to be the man or woman that you need to be. So let's just kill all of those notions and say that we choose the lives we want. We are responsible. No matter what we have been through, we get up every day with the choice to say, hey, I didn't have a dad and I am going to be the most amazing dad. I didn't have a dad. I am going to sought out the most amazing man to be the father of my children. Um, And that's what it's all about, really getting out here and owning that responsibility, owning these things that you have decided to take on. If If you decided to take on being a father, then you should know, hey, I better step up to the plate. I better do what I need to do. I played that Denzel quote in the beginning of this because it is a responsibility for men not to just make babies, but to be fathers. I mean, to be fathers in a society where the family is very weak, in my opinion. The family is very weak. What it means to stick to and really grind out what it takes to be a healthy family. I think people think that's easy and it's actually very difficult. It's extremely difficult. My pastor, uh, Pastor Battle says, God grows you in dark places. And it's the truth. And I think with today, everything looks so easy, but it's all bullshit. You know, it's all bullshit because that ease that you see on the surface is, it has come from trials, similar to what I said in my last episode. So fathers, I need you to understand that it's important. It's important for you guys, no matter the makeup of your family life, to be present, to be involved and to really transform into the type of father that you need to be today, because that's different than your parents' time. You know, that's different than your grandparents' time. Live in the now and be what you need to be and who you need to be now for your children, because it's so important. In my opinion, it's so many homes without fathers, and it's sad. It's sad to me. And as women, we really have to fight for the fathers of our children to be who we need them to be today. We have to fight for it. It's not okay to just accept that if a willing, able father is not doing their job, we should not accept it. We shouldn't take on more responsibility because we already have to take on so much. No, and be collaborative with them in order to get them to the place where, hey, my child has a great father. My child has a great present father. That's what we want. We don't want to just say, oh, oh, well, he's this and he's that and he don't do this and he don't do that. We have to help. And that's the landscape that we live in. We have to help them become who they need to be for our children because we know best. We know best what we need as a support system because we didn't create these kids alone. And we know best because we want our kids to have a great life. We want our kids to have fathers and mothers. And that's how it should be. So I encourage all of us to kind of think about things that way and and really address things that way. 
and don't get angry, but give context. I'm challenging you to be a great father. You know, I'm not accepting that you, that you be a bad father, whatever you need to do to get there. And at the end of the day, you want to get there healthily. You want to at least try to have a respectful relationship and be able to communicate with the father of your children. And like I said, these things apply to dual parent homes and single parent homes. There's a lot of dual parent homes where parents aren't present. Just because they live in the same house does not mean that they're present parents, you know? And just because the absence of a parent in a home doesn't mean that that child is getting less because together they could have potentially gotten less if the separation didn't happen, which allowed both parents to kind of get on the same page. Um, think about it that way. So I wanted to kind of just reflect on, on father fatherhood and Father's Day because it's such an important day, just as important as Mother's Day. And like I said, I think sometimes men get a bad rap, but you know, you can't want your kids to have their father when you're not supporting the father potentially being involved in the kid's life. You have to support that. If that's what you want, you have to support it. Going back to myself, and I am not really proud about the fact that my dad has never met my kids. Uh, my son's seven, and my, my daughter's new, so you know that's possible. But there's really no reason why I shouldn't have already gone to Ohio and introduce my kids to him, whether it's for five minutes or not, take some pictures, and really just enjoy that moment, because it's, it's a moment. He's here, and time isn't forever. They should at least meet him and know him as much as they can while he's still here. And so I challenged myself even to this summer to say, hey, you know, I'm going to go to Ohio. I'm going to visit my dad. I'm going to introduce my dad to my children, period. And my mom supports that. You know, no matter what their personal relationship has been over the years, my mom respects my dad as the father of her children. My mom once revered my dad really high. She married him. She loved him. So it's really rewarding for me to say, like, I can go to my mom and say, you know, I really want to take the kids to see dad and and she'll go with me. Uh, she has a great relationship with my dad's mom and that side of the family. And so it's going to happen. And I challenge you guys who may have gotten off track with your fathers as children. It's our job to make conclusions about our parents, not based on one or the other parent's perspective. What I will say is you never know what the situation was between your mother and father. You never know what the true story is because you didn't experience it. You, you know, you're a product of it, but you didn't experience it. And it's really common for one parent to paint a picture that's, that's not the whole story. It's two sides to every story. And while I'm sure one parent has this to say and another parent has that to say, I encourage you to connect with your parents, your fathers, because we're talking about Father's Day, to connect with your fathers if you haven't and they're still alive and, and you're still able to, to meet them and see them and grow a relationship starting from now, whether you never had one before or not, or whether your mom told you that your dad was this or that, you come to the conclusions about your fathers on your own. I talked a little bit earlier about mothers placing burdens on their children, and I'm encouraging us as the children to not listen to those things. Because if you never had a conversation with your father, if you never took the time to really express how you felt about the situation or how being in that single mother home affected you and, and asked them why weren't you there, what happened with your own mouth, and you can hear it from them with your own ears, you don't know what happened. You don't know the story. You can't conclude anything about your father because you haven't allowed him to tell his story. Life is too short. It's extremely short. Pride is not involved when it comes to family. You don't want to live with any regrets. And I most certainly think that those of you not having relationships with their fathers or arguing with their fathers or their fathers weren't a part of their lives, I encourage you 
because you will regret it if you leave this earth and you don't have peace around your situation, your life. It won't be a good feeling. That part of you will never be resolved. So why not today give your dad a call, whatever you need to do to communicate with him and tell him, tell him, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you because it's important to me, no matter what I've heard, no matter what I believe at this point, I want to hear from you. I want to rebuild with you. It's nothing to be ashamed about as a child to want to reconnect with a father while you still can. And that might ruffle feathers in your family, but guess what? Your life is your fucking life. You live it the way you want to live it. Everybody's not going to be happy with your choices, not your mother, not even your family. That's that. It's okay. If you think about reconnecting with your father, if you think about, then talk to him about it. This isn't going to be a super long episode, but I think it's a really, really important one. I think I'm a mother and of course I like to be patted on the back and I like to carry all these loads and I like to be Miss Everything, super mom, da, da, da. But I shouldn't have to be. If I choose to be while having very active and present fathers of my kids in my life, then cool, you know, but it shouldn't be our burden to carry. We didn't create these kids on our own. Fathers are very, very important. I get so much satisfaction from seeing my kids with their dads. My ultimate goal is for them to have the greatest relationship ever. Me as a mother, I'm sure of what I'm gonna do for my kids, right? But I feel so much joy in knowing that I'm holding the father of my children to a standard that pushes the envelope when I need to, to make them the greatest dad ever. I want my kids to say, my dad is the most awesome freaking dad. He's just great. And I'm not talking Disneyland dad. I want it to be balanced. I want the fathers of my children to be firm. I want them to be soft when they need to. I want them to cry with my children when they need to. I want them to be this all-encompassing person that men are. I think men sometimes have this tough guy persona and we see a lot of fathers really struggling because of that, because they don't know how to release their emotion, maybe because they harbor confusion or um, kind of like resentment towards their fathers. And I think now we, we as mothers say, no, we're breaking the chain. We are breaking the chain in the behaviors. Whatever happens in your life, it is over. From this moment on, you are going to be an amazing father. We are going to be an amazing unit. We are going to raise amazing children. And does that mean we're going to be perfect? Absolutely not. But we are going to be a unit. We are going to be a force together. We are not going to be doing this individually. We are not going to be piecemealing our children what it looks like to be a family. We are going to say, hey, in this day and age, families look like a lot of different things. But this is what you need to know. Your mother loves you. Your father loves you. Your father is here. He is present. He is a force in your life. And that's the way it should be. Don't pay attention to how it looks. Understand the backstory. And your kids will understand the backstory of what family really is based on the example that you set. So my Father's Day reflections are just are just really like, this Father's Day, I said, I need to step up to the plate as a daughter. I need to take my kids to see my dad. I need to call my dad and just tell him I love him, you know? Because no matter if you were here or not, your influence shaped me. Your absence, it really shaped me. It shaped me into the woman that I am today, mother that I am. Your absence did that. Because I am who I am because of what I've experienced and what I've lived and what I've gone through. And I'm blessed. I'm a blessed person regardless. It really sharpened my spear also in how I'm going to be relentless at challenging and expecting the fathers of my children to be all they could be. You know, like the army. Be all you can fucking be. Okay? 
Don't come at me with the bullshit. You have a responsibility. You were chosen and you are going to perform in this arena. In this family arena, you are going to perform. Your job does not come first. Your life does not come first. Your children come first. When we're talking about our unit, and I will say, I mean, of course, in, as individuals, yes, we have to put ourselves first. I think, like like I said, you can't keep yourself, to, your family together if you're not together. But I'm speaking in terms of a unit. When you combine all these pieces together, and now we're talking about family, these kids come first. And that's the expectation I'll have today. That's the expectation I'll have 10 years from now. And when I look back, I will feel so great about the fathers of my children. I will say, these are amazing men. These are incredible fathers. And it's not solely up to them to be that. It was me challenging them to be that. Just as if I expect them to challenge me as a mother. You know, get your hands dirty, get gritty, and really understand the important things in life. And on Father's Day, if you didn't tell your dad you love him, if you didn't call him, if you're not talking to him or anything like that, really, let it go. I'm going to say this again and again and again. Let it go. Let it go. Things happen because they were supposed to happen that way. It's never too late. Like I said, it's never too late. So call your dad today and say, hey, I didn't talk to you on Father's Day, but I want to talk to you. Release whatever you need to release so that you can have a present father in your life. Because every child, no matter if you're 10, 2 months, 70, if you can have your father in your life, you should. That's the bottom line. So I'm signing off of this short episode. I just wanted to share this with you guys, a little bit of reflection on Father's Day. I love you, Dad. You're not listening to this probably, but I'm going to call you and tell you that because I haven't and I'm holding myself accountable. Until next time, guys, happy Father's Day again to all the great fathers. I challenge those fathers who are not so great to become great and really just get back to family, you guys. It's so important to get back to family, healthy families. doesn't matter what the makeup is. All right, guys, until next time, see ya.